What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, and your auditory canals are locked into Season 6, Episode 26 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast, Birthday Edition. Of course, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my meme partners in crime. We got Des the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother? Um, not much. Just here celebrating uh one of our um you know, one of our, our co-hosts' birthday. You know, he it's a milestone milestone birthday from him. Uh Joe Fungal, happy that he's here. Uh, to to hang out with us. Thank, thank you, yeah, Joe Fungal, yes. Yes, happy yeah. he's here uh, with us. You know, spend, he's, he's spending time, you know, with the other mushrooms, but uh, between his toes, but he's happy to be here. So we, we salute you, Joe Fungal. Happy birthday, thank buddy. You. No problem, you know, tough acting to act and go get the boom to get rid of the fungal. <laughs> Go get the boom, like John Madden said. Boom. Get the, get the boom. Tough acting, acting, yes. Tough acting, acting, and of course the show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Not much, man. Just uh, enjoying. This is a birthday that basically is a lot different from my last birthday. Uh, 49th birthday, I was hanging out in Vegas watching uh, uh, Evo and like hanging out with friends. But you know, hey, I went to Walmart all weekend and got grabbed clearance games. So I went, you know, basically back on the sauce over here, you know, after maintaining my my five games a month mantra. But uh, I did okay. I wound up buying only three additional games. So, you know, to which I'm not counting towards my five monthly allotment. So trade fodder or are you going to play them i will hope i play them i got skyrim vr for the playstation 4 um kirby's epic extra epic yarn for the 3ds and i don't know why but i got the mutant football league i forgot the actual name of it it's in the other room but uh, drunk you're drunk with with video game power it's your birthday. Yeah, that was a dollar a dollar so i said okay <laughs> well i forgot too i got eso elsewhere because it I bought it for Dez. He wasn't able to redeem the code. I tried the code, went through, and it's on my account now. So yeah, yeah. So so Sorry, uh, that's your birthday present for me. So there oh, you go. thank you. <laughs> All of eleven dollars. So it's just good to, even with this COVID business, I'm gonna knock it off. Though, especially going to Walmart. I don't want to go into Walmart. At, you know, Sunday afternoon at three o'clock with you know all these um, you know families rolling with the kids and the mask and all that stuff. And then the kids pulling the mask down and trying to weave and dart and weave through that stuff. I feel like uh, <laughs> like the uh, like a football player just trying not to get caught. You know, uh, with the byri. So. <laughs> But yeah, thank you guys. Uh, appreciate the birthday well wishes. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, of course, the first topic on our docket, as always, is going to be playlist. Mm-hmm. 
So the birthday man, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing, man? Okay. Yeah, as far as what I've been playing, it's the usual stuff. Monster Hunter World Iceborne, of course. So we talked about last episode that uh, we have beat the storyline in the game and we're diving into the guidelands. And so that's where I'm basically at. I've been running dailies with our friends Ben and Christian and a few others, along with, of course, you guys as well on there. So I uh, realize I, I, I'm liking the dual blades a little bit more. Um, I think it just uh, probably leads better with the aggressive style I like to play with, you know, because I'm always up in front, you know, trying to mash. And of course, I'm noted to, with a switch axe, to fling someone in the air at least once per uh, session. So. <laughs> At least once, you know, it's just, yeah, you know, I, I, airlines. I am committed to my attack patterns, I guess, you know, what can you say about that? Also played a division two warlords of New York, um, got a chance to dip my toe back into that warm pool of water and, uh, been enjoying it. You know, it's like, love the fact that I was joined by a, you know, a few of our listeners, uh, search of fire and Gerald Ocon yesterday. and. Literally, I was just like playing it like it was like in the background, just killing folk, you know, not really progressing the story, but just running and doing like you know, random events and that kind of thing. I'm looking forward to actually getting to 100% and going back to Washington, D.C. I feel like I've been stranded in New York for at least a couple months on there. So uh, I don't know if there's going to be anything left much once I get done with the content, but uh, uh, no, so, so I'm getting some good drops too. So, but. Uh, and as I did disband our clan for now on there, so just in case if you do dive back in and if others want to play out there, we what? will start. Why? Hey, <laughs> don't fine. cry. Don't you cry tonight. No, oh, Lord, that's fine. It's okay. Yeah. I figured uh, you're probably not going to play the game for a while, so if I get do get interested, it might be uh, something where I could join another clan if need be. So. I was going to play this tonight. I was going to tonight. Okay. No, I'm just okay. <laughs> My birthday, you can play whatever you want, but if I ask you to, you probably would, right? Well, we, 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 That's true. It is your birthday. Yes. <laughs> also played Crackdown Good 3 duty. because, you know, I can't lay the crack down. So, uh, what was that, Kev? So you're asking him to play Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, we, we, no. I, could ask, I could ask you, Kev, to play Grounded, you know, and see how yeah, that no, goes. Nah. I'm sorry. That, that, we can play, we can play Grounded. We can play. Uh, what was that other game? We could play. Um, uh, damn it! I just I, I just added it in my oh uh, Fallout seventy six. We play that too. Yeah, I don't mm. know. Gerald Gerald's all about Fallout seventy six. We can, we can probably have him on the program talking about Fallout seventy six. So you, Gerald, write us a letter. Tell, God tell bless us. him. I'm happy he is enjoying Fallout seventy six. I ain't playing that trash. This is the same with Grounded. <laughs> oh, you're not. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, you know, Des will get into our grounded <laughs> gameplay because I, th- I think he probably would describe it better than I would right now. But uh, uh, Crackdown 3, though, yeah, I can't lay the crackdown. You know, agility orbs, hidden orbs, killing folk, you know, rinse and repeat. Good therapeutic gameplay. You know, still enjoying that. And uh, that's it for this last week for me. I didn't play any Halo on my PC. Um, I'm looking forward to download a couple more of my backlog games on Steam, so I'll probably... Craig is disappointed. Craig is disappointed, yeah. But, yeah. you know, 
he he is the exclusive character in Avengers Marvel's Avengers for Xbox uh, One. So you know, but... mm, mm, in all his N sixty four glory, <laughs> savage, all y'all, savage. Oh, Des, what you been playing? You want to talk about our, our grounded playthrough real quick? So, um, so yeah, I mean, I've been playing the same thing as Joe, uh, minus Division and Crackdown three. Uh, I've been really spending a lot of time in Monster Hunter World. Been really, been really exp- um, happy with it. They had the sizzling fest, so we've been playing that uh, for quite a while. You know, and again, being carried by some friends and and finally getting our our um, our gear up to snuff. You know, we also fought the the Rajang for the first time, so that was kind of fun. And yeah, um, watching Joe get you know splattered and thrown across <laughs> the, the the arena was kind of fun. So again. Just going through the motions, trying to get trying to get through it with this Monster Hunter world um, stuff. I am so ready for for the next expansion to see what they're gonna bring or what you know the 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 new stuff that's coming out. It's just a great game, just a fantastic game. Still, like two years later, it's still a great game. So, um, and then grounded. Yes, we did play grounded, and um, I had fun with it. I was playing by myself. Uh, but I just have to be, I, I mean, I just have to be honest. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm a survival game player. I like that stuff, but it's gotta be much more of a fantasy type of thing because if it's just, you know, you in the backyard with like, with like things that are not fantastical or magical, it gets kind of boring. Um, and I think that's the one thing that, that, that'll, that for me, um, the, 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 the survival genre, you know, uh, this might not be a genre for me, unfortunately, because I do get bored with it. Because I just don't like. I think it's great for people who have an architectural mind or 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 like that building and and like having to manage, you know, their their hunger and their and their water. But but overall, it just it it just got boring to me, and there was nothing that was really driving me to to continue to to play the game, you know. And I know this is that I read something that this is a passion project for like 14 members of Obsidian, so I think that's great you know able to do this you know but it just it, it just seemed like it just wasn't it's not for me and that's fine you know but i know i talk a lot of we talk a lot of shit about grounded and, and everything but but i did want to play it to see you know how it how it handled uh because i do owe obsidian that much because i do like i've always loved their games but for this one this is kind of a miss for me and that's fine you know i know there's people out there who who will probably absolutely love it you know is more there- power to you is this something that once it becomes fully like a 1.0 release that you'll maybe go back and check out any um, proof that I make? Maybe, but again, again, this is like this is beyond a proof of concept right now. Like this is like this has been out for a while, um, and and this is like I can't like I can't see them adding anything more to it that makes it you know super the greatest. You know, yeah. Like, you know, My, like if there was a rival group of kids that you had to like fight ooh. or something, or yeah, or something like that, or 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 just more, you know, NPCs that you had to talk to, or much more fleshed out. Like it just, and that was the thing. It's like you kind of wake up in this, in this, um, in this hole, and you walk out of the hole, and like, bam, you're in this. So 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 there's a mystery as to why you were shrunk, but it, I, it's just not very compelling, you know, at at this point in time so yeah i mean from my gameplay of it i mean it's a point that i just don't like the fact there's only two male characters two female characters just uh 
wish I had a character creator like you were stating yep. on there. I could get into the gameplay loop, but I just wish it was a little bit more compelling. I know having to get, you know, food and water is something that, you know, obviously is a compelling component to try, but I didn't feel like it was too annoying in the background to be able to do that on there and it might be something i because i only played a multiplayer with you that it might be something i might go back to but you know what i was thinking when i was playing it, it's like i'm looking at all the games on my shelf i'm even looking at the other games on games pass and it's like i'm thinking to myself it's like you know i have so many other games to experience and play and just this doesn't really feel like something i want to like put a block of time into you know what i mean mm-hmm. even though it's free you know, or um, it, it comes part of Game Pass. It just seems like um, not worth my investment of time to play on there. I don't think the adventure aspects is, you know, that com- the storyline is that compelling. I don't want to play as a teenage boy trying to escape the backyard. I'm looking more t- forward to stuff like Wasteland 3 when that comes out, like, later on this month. And well... You know, other stuff on games pass so well then you are doing exactly what xbox wants you to do you know experience their game see which one's for you which one's for not you know and then there you go so yeah. so i mean that's kind of what i looked at it as yeah you know, you know um but yeah. in um in arachnophobia mode that arachnophobia mode looks silly and plus plus what i thought was hilarious is you have arachnophobia mode which is great you know for people who have arachnophobia that's fine you know, and they have colorblind mode and they have all these different things that make you much more accessible, which is great. You know, and then Joe massacres me. Like, literally, Joe, like, there's friendly fire in the game. So you can accidentally club your friend to death. So I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so so we, we and it's funny because we devolved into doing that. So you're just, just killing each other. And then Joe rage quit, you know, quote unquote, you know, as a as a as a joke. But again, it's like, you know, you have all these facets, yet, you know, to, to make it accessible, yet you can kill each other. So I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I thought, that, I, I just didn't realize that they would have friendly fire on and stuff, but, you know, whatever. That's funny. I mean, that's funny. You got off. junior high kids straight murdering each other in the backyard, but heaven forbid someone has a has a trip on spiders. <laughs> I, I mean, that that's just... <laughs> I mean, that just trips me. That's just maybe funny. they should have an expansion, Lord of the Flies, Grounded <laughs> yeah. Edition. I know. I would love that. Seriously, would... if they had a Lord of the Flies edition of Grounded, I would play oh, that in a heartbeat. I would Where play the it too. Your enemies? Hell yeah. Yeah, I get my faction against your faction against Kev's faction. Sure. It, it it'll be the it'll be the two of you and a listener because I ain't playing that. There you go. But. <laughs> But that's uh, pretty much, you know, what I've been playing. Um, I did, I did pop in uh, Bug Fable, which is a Paper Mario esque game about bugs. That's on the Switch. It's an indie game, you know. But I haven't really. I've only kind of stuck my toe in it, so I really can't say much more about that. But I will let you all know more uh, next time on the next show. But that's really what I've been playing. So, Kev, bring us on home. What have you been playing, my friend? That's the usual. Last of Us Two. Um, the story is, well, I thought I was near the end. Uh, turns out I'm not. There are some, but wrong. I, I believe, yeah, wrong. Uh, there was some, some really interesting plot twists that happened. And I'm seeing where time, uh, time locations of different characters are starting, are going to, uh, 
come to a point and I'm, I'm like right there. So I'm, thank goodness I've prevented 99% of the spoilers that went out for this game. Cause if I'd have known, if I'd have, if, if I'd have had those spoiled, I'd have been really ticked off, but uh, this game, this game is, is man, it, it's really, really good. Uh, they took uh, two new characters that I really didn't think they were going to go into a, a particular direction with. And I was really surprised that they did that. Um, it, they, I don't know, man, Naughty Dog has just as a way of writing, of, of fleshing out characters that is just second to none in the gaming space so i i can't shower enough praise on that game uh of course more monster hunter i am trying my level-headed best to farm spirit vein uh gems which are needed for augments and a few other things the only way to get them is from a Arc tempered ruiner nergigante, and there in the events, there's one mission that usually it kicks me like three or four spirit gems per run. But when I was doing it last night, yeah, I was just getting one spirit gem per run, and that was kind of kind of disheartening. So, because like I've got another round of of uh, armor upgrades to do for my bow gun class because I, I pretty much I mean I've got long sword and I probably should spend more time with it but and I've been I've been kicking around the idea of trying great sword but I, I don't know uh, when it comes to melee I think the charge blade is still my favorite so if I do go back to melee it'd probably be probably be charge blade and I may try I mean I may try the great sword it's just I like longsword, but I have I have some problems with the iframes, particularly of the IA slash, because there's a way to iframe a monster's attack and hit it, but the timing is razor thin. So I'm having problems doing that. And of course there is the the uh the spirit spirit slide slash or whatever they call it the, the i mean the dodge window is really good for that but you have to have your meter charged up just about all the way in order to execute the move yep and you have to be like really like precise with it i <clears throat> i played a, yeah. a long sword for a very long time i still have not like mastered that it's crazy yeah yeah so i i don't know i'm having a lot of fun with the light bow gun and the bow i mean the bow has always has been my main since i picked up the game and I, I just i just really like using the bow and the lbg so that'll probably be what i rock from now on I, although i may go on ahead and try the great sword because it is kind of fun it looks like a, it looks it looks fun it's very tanky where you can like shoulder charge these monsters that are you know 10 15 times your size <laughs> it, just, it just looks it looks funny but um, other than that, I've I picked up the Samurai Showdown Neo Geo collection. I really didn't get a chance to get into it and play it, but Samurai Showdown is like it's one of my favorite fighting series. Um, and 
kind of looking at the looking at the art from that game uh because there there's there i i got the down i i downloaded it and so there's some like art panels and things that you can look at but looking at the art i realized why i didn't get i couldn't get into the samurai showdown that's out right now and it comes down to the art the there is something about that 3d 2d art in fighting games that i just like that hand-drawn look i i i just i just can't really when they slap these 3d polygons on a 2d plane it just doesn't look right to me and uh looking at the art from the very first samurai showdown all the way to two three four five it, it's that's the samurai showdown that i want to play I don't I don't want to I don't I can't rock this 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 pseudo 3D stuff that they got going on currently and I get it it's this this these engines that style of engine is less time consuming for the developers and you know it's modern and you know, hey this is what we're doing now okay cool I, I I think I'll just be rocking with the old school stuff from, from here on out I, I kind of feel the same way about about Street Fighter 2 as well uh five i think street fighter 5 does that 3d 2d style thing the best but i still don't like it all that much you know the characters look like they're like stuffed marionettes more so than 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 car cartoon expressions of real people you know, it's like if you, you know, they all look like if you hit them hard enough, you're going to see some stuffing come out of them. So I I don't know. It, I, I think I'm just an old man who's set in his ways when it comes to certain certain games. So um, the old school is still my style. But I, I'm at some point, hopefully this weekend or by the end of this week, I'm going to get in, get into uh, Neo Geo, uh, the Sam, the Sam Show collection really go through the go through all those games got away from my physical to get in unfortunately so mm. yeah I, I thought i thought about wanting because i kind of sort of want like the idea of getting that uh that neo geo cart case that cart that case shock, look, shock box yeah yeah but i i wasn't trying to pay what is it 80 bucks for that or 90 bucks something like that I like it. I don't know if I don't know if I like it that much, but I <laughs> I would really like to. I would have really wanted to get it, but I said I just don't want to spend that much money, so I'll just go and get the digital. It also came with the soundtrack and a really good art book, so that's the reason why. Mm -hmm. And it was free on Epic Game Store for a week, like about a month ago, I would say. Mm -hmm. Month ago, yeah, it was like more, more like two months ago, but. I'll dabble on there if need be. So, but that's what I've been playing. So <clears throat> we are going to move on to the next topic on our docket, folks. And that is going to be the news. So Trader Joe, why don't you take it away and let us know what's been shaking and baking in the gaming industry this past week. Uh, I have my outline all nice and pretty for this episode. And then today kind of happened to... Uh, uh 
explode the internet because of PlayStation here. So we'll cover our first news story here and we'll kind of cover some angles on this. So there was a PlayStation blog story posted today about answering questions on compatible PS4 peripherals and accessories. So so basically this kind of lays out uh, what you can use on your PlayStation 5 as far as your PS4 peripherals. So, and they mentioned the fact that specialty peripherals such as licensed racing wheels, arcade sticks, and flight sticks, or work with PS5 games and supported PS4 games. The platinum and gold wireless headset, as well as third-party headsets that connect via USB or audio jack, will work on PS5 on there. And then DualShock 4 wireless controller and the uh, PlayStation officially licensed third-party gamepad controllers will work with supported PS4 games. And then both the PS5 Move motion, motion controllers, the ones for VR, and then the PlayStation VR Aim controller will work with PSVR games on PS5. And please note, not all uh, PlayStation officially licensed or third-party peripherals accessories may work on PS5. We recommend checking with the manufacturer to confirm whether a product will work on PS5 and specific titles. And uh, the main gist about this whole thing, a very simple blog post, Will the DualShock 4 work, PS, work with PS5 games? No, we believe that the PS5 games should take advantage of the new capa- capabilities and features we're bringing to the platform, including the features of the DualSense wireless controller. On there, and they also mentioned the fact that the PlayStation camera will have an adapter that will be provided for no additional cost to PSVR users to be used on the PlayStation 5 on there and that's it and so you know what happened with the internet the <laughs> internet blew it up it went boop 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 and a lot of people barking the fact that they feel that they should be able to use their ps4 controllers on ps5 because they don't want to buy new controllers i can understand that fact then we have the microsoft components um you know coming into play on twitter as well um there was a noted Person from Windows Central, Brad Sams, on there. So basically saying that, you know, that Sony is being, um, per se, uh, a lot of people saying, like, ethically disgusting on there for not, you know, supporting the fact that you're going to support these controllers on your PS5 uh working with ps5 games on there because microsoft of course uh you could play your controllers backwards and forwards with the series x meaning that you're able to bring your xbox one controllers uh and then obviously use any series x controllers on your xbox one x or so on and so forth so so a lot a lot of accusations of sony being quote-unquote consumer unfriendly of you know so on and so forth on there. So yeah, just kind of irritating looking at all this stuff because it's always been with console generations is that PS, you know, the controllers are not going to work for the next generation of systems. Um, did anyone complain when Xbox 360 controllers didn't work on Xbox One? No, no one complained. You know, they would have liked to have had that support. PS3 controllers on PS4? No, you know. In fact, you could you could have used uh, the PS4 controller on PS3, but not vice versa. So, on there, obviously, there's a touchpad on the PS4 controller. So, 
to me, complaining like about this is like complaining that the Wii U controller didn't work on the Switch. You know, so I just don't get the uh, back and forth. I don't get the, uh, you know, the badge of, you know, cons- consumer patriot Microsoft is coming in here uh, espousing the fact, you know, the fans of Xbox are espousing just the fact that, you know, Sony is just being so cruel to gamers to make them buy new controllers that feature the new ca- capacities, capabilities of the uh, dual sense controller. So I don't see it. What do you guys think about this? I let Kevin go first on that one. <laughs> I mean, come on. All I can say, if you want to use your your DualShock 4, Sony's got a system for you. It's called the PlayStation 4. And or the PlayStation 4 Pro. There you go. You can use that DualShock 4 all day every day with every game that's playable on that console. And and I, I mean, th- this is just the idiocy of I don't I mean I I'm trying to think if I have seen this level of stupidity among fans of any other uh industry or product from any other industry. In fact, I think I'm gonna have to try I I'm I may do a, a, a main event next week and and because I've got something in mind. I haven't seen this t- this level of of silliness in in like in like ever almost. Nobody complained when when you couldn't use your original Xbox controller on the three the Xbox 360. Nobody cared. Same with any other console that ever I I nobody did was raging because they couldn't use their eight bit Nintendo controller on the SNES. It's this but but we we're in a generation now where people have been have been convinced that they don't have to be active participants in their hobby in order to get what they want. What and I mean by that is. Microsoft has gotten the because they haven't really provided any games this in, in the Xbox One generation. They've spent their time giving you services and telling you you don't really need to buy no games anyway because you weren't supporting the the ex, the few exclusives that you did have in a in a way that made any kind of financial sense for them to stick with a traditional console model. So now they're saying, well, well, you know, it Microsoft is consumer friendly. Have you looked at the Series X controller? There's no difference between the Series X controller and the Xbox One controller, except they got a they got a, a share button now. And I know that they'll say, oh, well, we've added these different levels of of movement to the sticks, and we've done this, that, and the damn controller looks exactly the same. You know, the D pad is still trash. You know, is that those those LB and RB buttons are still mouse buttons. It, it it's still the same Xbox controller. And you know, and I have I have an Xbox One X. I have two Xbox One controllers. One that I use for my One X and one that I use for my PC. And I don't of everything that I have seen from the Series X controller. The only thing that's different is that there's a share button on the Series X controller, and that's it. 
So yeah. I don't blame them for I don't I don't I I guess they just feel that everybody should be you know there shouldn't be any generations. You got two companies doing two different things and you know one is actually trying to say this is why we would like you to buy our product and another one is saying yeah we've got this console and this new stuff but we want to keep you we, we want to give you the option of using your old stuff so you're not really getting a new experience because we want you to bring all this other stuff with you and as far as the PlayStation thing goes now and, I'll, and I'll, I'll end it with this I am glad that they that they are uh, they've got compatibility with specialty controllers, and for me, it's going to be like arcade sticks because I'd have been I you know I'd have been pissed off if I couldn't use my my uh, Kamba Dragon on my PS5. That's that when that thing first came out, that was like a two hundred fifty three hundred dollar stick. I got it for like a hundred and forty bucks because it'd been out for so long. But so I, I do understand specialty controllers like arcade sticks and and steering wheels and stuff and flight sticks, that type of thing. But for everything else, man, come on. It's these are new consoles, new hardware. They're trying to get new experiences into the hands of, of players. It is what it is. You know, gaming gaming as a hobby in many respects is not cheap. You know, if you want to play, if you want to play games on the cheap, run a generation behind, and you'll save yeah. a crap ton of money. And that's 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 all I got to say. On. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Kevin pretty much said it fairly fairly eloquently. You know, that's pretty much exactly you know my stance on it as well. You know, I I was not, <clears throat> I just wasn't expecting that to, like, who's really sitting there. You know, not thinking that we would have to buy a new controller. Like, I don't. Uh, I, I'm just kind of baffled by that. You know, just just the thought that that you know, you wouldn't have to buy a new controller. And if and if you know Xbox is doing that for their system, well, then that's great. You know, that's great for Xbox. But 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 to, I don't know. It just it just doesn't seem, you know, like it makes. A lot of sense to me you know i i never i always thought that i'd have to buy a new controller and i have tons of controllers from other other systems you know that i've had in in the past so so it was never you know it's like i don't know it's like it's like buying a car you know a, a, a new model of a car and expecting your same keys to work in that car it's like i don't i don't i don't know i just i don't get it yeah, you know, but but having new experiences—that's the thing that, that I really want to get behind. And what Kevin said was was wanting to add new experiences to people, you know. And yeah, they want everyone to have these new experiences, you know. And I'm sure there'll be a sale, and you can pick up, you know, your 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 controllers for whatever you want and and everything like that. But you're gonna have to spend a little money if you want to be an early adopter on this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's not just... like you you ain't getting a controller in the box. It, the way that they're complaining is if Sony's just gonna sell you the box, but you gotta get your controller separately. Last time their... I checked, you get a you get a controller in the box. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, and I noticed I saw some you know people tweeting saying, "Well, like ninety eight percent of the games are not gonna support anything on the controller anyway." We don't know that for one, 
And to me, it's just pulling numbers out of your um, rear posterior, basically, on here just to prove a freaking point, you know? So, uh, you know, the DualSense has adaptive triggers. It has, a obviously, a create button on there. Um, it also has, you know, other features on there, adaptive triggers and haptic feedback on there. So, I mean, obviously, if, if designers are going to design a game for controller features it's not going to support the dualshock 4 you there's no way for uh sony to put a patch out to make the dualshock 4 have haptic feedback and adaptive triggers in the design of the controller it's spe specific for the ps5 controller so yeah and you know I mean, the, the, this this windows central guy brad sams noted you know has a check mark behind his name his tweet, Sony, DualShock 4 works with PS5, but not with PS5 games. Microsoft, uh, you could play all of our studio games for $15 a month on your Xbox or PC or tablet or phone with old controllers and new ones. We don't care. Just have fun. And then he noted, Microsoft should run the ad. Your DualShock 4 won't work with PS5 games, but it works well with xCloud. Jump in. He wanted to make a note of as well. So, Well, I mean, you know... Here's the thing that, you know, well, if 98% of the features aren't going to be supported, here's the thing. There's a big difference between haptic triggers, haptic feedback, and uh, uh, what was it? The, the, the uh, haptic feedback in the triggers and, yeah, and, the adaptive, the, triggers. and the adaptive triggers and yeah. the mouse support that was on the, the DualShock 4. That's a big difference. I mean, that was a neat little gimmick that I guess maybe worked if you were playing like, you know, uh, uh, was that that robot game? I know there was some things that they did uh, that utilized that feature. And then there was Tearaway that utilized the mouse feature, the touch, the sliding touch feature on, on the pad. But that's not really going to go very far in the console space. But you've got to talk about adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. That is right in that is dialed right into how you interact with the game big difference i uh, i'm going to say that most of the all of the first party and pretty much most of the third party stuff is going to utilize those triggers and the, that haptic feedback in some way because that is the way that you connect with the software that you're running you know that that's the whole purpose of this dual sense. So I don't know. I'm just thinking like why people I mean, I'm thinking people should be more excited to be able to experience this stuff, you know, with like like this is like these are really good features that are that are coming with I don't know. It's just that's just I think people are you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to say people are angry about the wrong thing, but it just seems like come on, you know <laughs> blowing smoke. It's just basically blowing smoke on there they they're not you know the people blowing smoke right now are probably not going to buy a ps5 or xbox as their noted console and then i don't feel like you know it's like you know they feel like xbox defense force i don't understand yeah I, clearly um i will enjoy both consoles you guys i haven't made a commitment by a series x right now or anything but i could tell you right now i'll probably be buying both consoles and so I am not sitting here trying to throw shade either way. I want to enjoy both. Games are games, you know. So let's not lie though. We do throw shade. So come on. Yeah, I know. 
And it's, it's all fucking fun. It's well, deserved. It's, it's deserved. deserved. Yeah, it's, it's deserved. True. It's fun, but it's deserved. Because I, I, the reason that these cats are mad is because they see what's going on on the other side of the fence. They're too, they're too locked into their, their devotion to the cult of personality of Phil because they feel that they would be betraying him by, by, looking at, by looking into another platform. And so instead of taking that, you know, and, and instead of saying, hey, if I, you know, I could just, you know, go out and buy a PlayStation and experience some of this stuff. No, I'm just going to kick back in the cut and just hate on, on Twitter because I see them eating really good and I'm still getting Slim Jims. I've been getting Slim Jims all generation. And I want I want that steak like I had with the Xbox 360. I want some of that steak like I had with the original Xbox. And now I'm 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 on a steady diet of Slim Jim. And there's too much sodium, so they salty. So they let that salt spew out all over on social media. You know, they just hating. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, and let's transition to our next topic um, yeah, that caused. A lot of uh, mischief, a lot of upsetness. <laughs> mischief. On... That's a really yes. nice word. Yes, I know. Um, Sony announced earlier today, um, in agreement with Square Enix and uh, Crystal Dynamics, uh, that the one and only Amazing Spider-Man will be an exclusive character for Marvel's Avengers coming up. So uh, this will be something that will be added to the game in early 2021. Um, will be added for no additional cost to owners of the base game exclusively on the Sony PlayStation system for PS4 and PS5 on there. So, uh, well, as you know, you know, it's great news for PlayStation owners. Uh, there was a lot of um, beef, a lot of hate going back and forth. People that don't like exclusive content, you know, uh, being uh, gated onto one platform versus another, and I could totally understand that on there. But, you know, guess what? This is a business. This is something that Sony is using to uh, build more cachet into their system, whether you like it or don't like it. There was a lot of people that probably were ready to buy the collector's edition, the deluxe edition of Avengers, but now due to... Due to, uh, due to Spider-Man being left off the uh, gravy train on both the Xbox and PC. Um, they are not buying this game. You know, they are going to boycott it because of the outrage of one character. I've seen a lot of posts today saying that I'm getting less of a game because the fact that this one character wasn't included in the PC and or Xbox versions of the game on there. And they were also commenting the fact that Spider-Man is in marvel ultimate alliance 3 on the nintendo switch on there so i'm not sure what agreement that sony does have with marvel and with square enix uh, a lot of people were going back and forth saying that um, sony has exclusivity to the character uh, a lot of people were trying to say if it's just for films or if it's for all media and so on and so forth and i don't know those things all i could say is sony's made an agreement uh, spider-man's exclusively on the playstation and either you're gonna have to you know if you want to play you know, kevin you always said before you know no one's putting the gun to your head if, if you want to you know 
play ask spider-man guess what if you have a playstation in your house play the buy the ps4 ps5 version of avengers on there vote with your wallet if if you don't agree with spider-man being on here still want to play it i mean obviously you're just gonna have to deal with it and i, I know it sucks for some gamers but you know uh what's your guys's take on this so i'm i'm sitting over here cackling just like oh lord this is uh, i mean I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that Sony would have rolled up, you know, like this. You know, I I just never, like, it never crossed my mind that they would, you know, put Spider-Man up in this game. Like, it seems, it seemed like, you know, a no-brainer to me yeah. that he would be because, you know, of, of him in the comic books and like that. But just just to do it, you know, literally just to do it. You know, and and does this? And it makes me think. Well, does this mean that the Avengers exist in, in the Spider-Man universe? That's that's you know on Sony Spider-Man. Like, can we see some of them in that game now? Like the impl- the implicate the the, imp- the the implications are fantastic. And I'm just like, like I'm here for it. And it's just, <laughs> I don't like I I like this is this is an exclusive. Like, what do you like? I I can't. I can't get mad at Sony, you know, for for doing this. Like, this is how you add. Kevin's been saying this for forever. This is how you add value to your system. This is how you add value to your game, you know. And they can be mad about it, but it's like, like I gotta respect them for coming out the box and being like, all right, you know, you know, you have to buy an extra, you have to buy an extra controller. But guess what? <laughs> you get a free character, you know. It's just, I don't know. It's just. It just the whole thing is just it's just comedy to me because it's like wow because I was gonna buy the game anyway and I was not gonna buy it for Xbox I had no desire to buy it for Xbox I was gonna play it on Xbox so for me I'm just like okay you know it just makes me wanna play my PS4 more you know and and the fact that it's coming out for PS4 and PS5 just makes it even better yes I I am here for it Sony. You 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 sweetening the pot, buddy. I got. I'm good. I'm 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 liking it. I'm liking it a lot. You know, keep, um, keep it going. Keep it going. It, it was. They made a distinction too that this is not going to be the uh, Insomniac version of Spider-Man in the game. It's going to be Crystal Dynamics' own interpretation of the Spider-Man character on there. So oh, it's weird though because I honestly thought because when I looked at it, I guess I gotta look at it again because when I looked at it, I totally thought I saw the white pattern. So, so I mean, either way, I don't care if it's if it's you know somebody else or you know Peter Porker. Just as long as they're at Spider-Man. Spider-Man's my favorite character, so so I am disappointed in the fact that it's not going to be the Insomniac version because I thought it'd be a really great way to cross promote both games, especially if they were to put uh, Miles Morales in there. I think that would have been amazing, like to really kind of bridge the gap between both those uh, those those franchises. And um and really kind of just really promote both of those studios, but you know, oh well, you know, and, and since they're both Sony games, it, there's no conflict of interest because Sony still owns the character, so they can put whatever kind of Spider-Man they want up in there, and I'm and I'm here for it. We might, see, we might see Miles and Peter in the game for God's sake. And I'm, and I'm here for it. Bring it. Let's do this. Yeah. So, but, any thoughts, yeah. Kevin? The only thing I can say is like y'all need to take that energy. And tell Uncle Phil to go and buy Batman. <laughs> Take that energy 
go to Uncle Phil, Daddy Warbucks over there at Microsoft and tell him it's time to cut a check. Mm. Go to Warner Brook, go to AT&T and say, look, we got to get this. We got to get this deal done. I mean, here, this is the, the this is the this is the the th- the difference. One company is competing for dollars for your disposable income, right? By giving you content that actually means something. And another company is really isn't. They're just they're they're giving you some some hardware that is impressive on paper, but they're locking it down to the previous generation. They're doing a number of things that just don't make sense if you are going to be in the console space. So you've got a decision to make. You've got choices. Why is it Sony's concern to to worry about folks that did not invest in their platform, have no desire to invest in their platform, have no interest, don't want to, don't care about their platform when they own the rights to Spider-Man. They're using assets at their disposal to sweeten the, like you said, Des, sweeten the pot, make the PlayStation ecosystem look at and even look like an even better place to play games not just your first party games but you got these third party deals oh you mean like xbox used to do with the 360 and call of duty where maps and guns and all kinds of crap was wasn't available on playstation for months mm-hmm. maybe even a year wow you mean like that type of deals yeah mm-hmm. back when they were actually competing now, because they don't want to compete, don't have the talent to compete, I don't know what, what it is. Now it's 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 a problem. Now we 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 don't like it. And you know, I don't follow this stuff, but I've heard people in the comic in the comic uh, arena say that actually Sony had the opportunity to put in a bid for the entire Marvel character lineup. They should be glad that they didn't do that. Because then they'd be crying a much bigger tear teardrops for you know their Avengers wouldn't even be available on the Xbox. So be glad that they didn't buy the entire Marvel lineup and that they just bought a, they just bought Spider Man and what like a couple of X Men maybe individual X Men I, I can't remember which what which it was but that just means more exclusive content. Yeah, so you know. They're they're doing what they need to do what they're doing to compete. And if Microsoft doesn't want to compete, doesn't realize that they're in a competition, then that's something their fan base needs to take up with Uncle Phil. Plain and simple. Agreed. I, you know, I'm not sure why, you know, people are saying this is consumer unfriendly. You know, it might be for the people that want to play it on other platforms that want access to that character, but it brings a cachet to PlayStation. I mean, you saw it last generation. I mean, Dead Rising, exclusive for the Xbox for a period of time. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Remember when that was, you know, a year, at least a year exclusive before it came Xbox out. Xbox One for Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. I got well, I got an Xbox One for Rise of the Tomb Raider because I enjoy the first one so much. Second one was kind of sucky, but it was fun. But I got an Xbox One because of Rise of the Tomb Raider. You know, I mean, 
that's what you do. You, yeah. you either you either you either you either jump in and say, okay, I'm gonna have to get this in order to get that, or you say, I'm good. I wish it was on whatever it is I prefer to be on, but I'm not about to go and drop any additional money. That's the consumer choice. The consumer has to make that decision. My my biggest thing is uh, you're gonna say you're the future of gaming. We're gonna be proactive for the consumer and work on your behalf, but still have time exclusives as you know the number of different games announced. The gunk, you know, PSO two, uh, Dark Warhammer 40k, Dark Tide. You know, there's a bunch of games that Microsoft announced that are timed exclusives on their platform when they're first released and i have nothing to say other than good on them for securing some games for the platform and so same thing with spider-man on the avengers on there that a, that's a timed exclusive it's not it's an exclusive i think they're not saying in one way or another uh, just kind of <laughs> like on the smart delivery crap with like yakuza and, and assassin's creed but um i think over time, I mean, remember the Destiny content eventually came over? Oh, yeah. Xbox? Yeah. I think there was still an exclusive raid and some exclusive weapons and so on and so forth. So who knows in the end what's going to happen with Spider-Man? Uh, everything all said and done, whether, you know, um, there's some sort of timing involved with this. Obviously, Square Enix and PlayStation are together in cahoots because, you know, obviously with Final Fantasy 7 remake they have a year window of, of exclusivity to that title before they're allowed to release it for other platforms and so it's like you know don't hate the player hate the game that's <laughs> probably should say so yes they'll mm. fail to cut the check for Batman I there mean these go. guys these all these these bots keep talking about Microsoft's uh, immeasurable wealth, right? You know, God got to go to Microsoft when he runs low on cash, right? Tell Phil to cut the check. Get yeah. Batman, lock it down. You know, take that energy instead of, you know, barking and yapping and, 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 and crumb siding. Take that energy and put it and, and direct it at those that can actually make these types of dis things happen for where you prefer to play your games or where you prefer to enjoy this hobby. Don't get mad at what one side is doing. Get mad that your side ain't fighting as hard for you. I've never understood this, you know, and that's a whole other thing, but I've just never understood this, you know, oh, well, you know, I, I don't really like what's going on on my side, but damn, they shouldn't be doing that over there. It's like, well, you either get over on the other side, vote with your wallet, consumer choice, or you put that energy and tell your side, hey, you need to get up off your ass and do something or I'm out. You're the consumer. You have the power. You're the one that 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 raises that bottom line when they start doing looking at these and uh, looking at those financials so do something about it yep all right let's go and move on uh, next thing is still about microsoft so halo infinite uh, there was a leak from a uk retailer smith's toys 
on there and basically stating in their little blurb about the Xbox Series X that uh, the uh, Halo Infinite um, groundbreaking breaking free-to-play multiplayer experience. Enjoy up to 120 frames a second and greatly reduce load times on the uh, Series X. So Microsoft did come out to confirm that Halo Infinite multiplayer mode will be free to play on there. And they also said that the arena mode will aim up to 120 uh, frames per second on there. And that the multiplayer Halo Infinite will include a battle pass system and new custom customization options, which the company has not on there. So 343 has not revealed much about the multiplayer aspects of Halo Infinite yet, but uh, they have posted a lengthy blog post responding to the Halo Infinite questions, uh, including addressing the criticism around graphics and visuals. Obviously, they're still working on it. So, but uh, another thing I kind of caught and uh, what is probably going to be kind of a foretelling of this is that there's a Battle Royale mode listed on the Microsoft Store listing for Halo Infinite. So there's definitely yeah. um, probably a Battle Royale mode coming, obviously. Uh, to Halo Infinite as well. So, you know, I have to see. You know, obviously, multiplayer is something I dabble in, you know. You know, I think it's a cool idea that the fact that they're um, opening it up to everyone. So, I mean, the more players in, obviously, the more people that are going to be into the game, per se. Um, so, what's your guys' take on this? I, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm keeping my mind open on it. We'll see what happens, so. I'm, I have nothing for this like i just i'm not a halo player um if this is what the halo fan base wants you know and they're excited for it more power to them but uh this is something that i most likely will not be be doing so so i really have nothing to add to it yeah what about you kev either so i don't have a i don't have a race in this in a dog in this race or a horse in this race yeah but can you see that, actually, Kev, can you see that one more time? You kind of were a little, a little um, <clears throat> robotic. Oh, okay. Am I coming through clear now? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I don't have a horse in this race because I don't play Halo. But I mean, the people that I have the the, the channels that I have looked at, you know getting opinions or collecting opinions from people that Halo was the reason they got into Xbox, they are not happy. Now you could say, well those guys are, you know, they're just they're just fanboys, they're just, you know, crapsters, they're just, you know, they're just trying to, you know, score points for whatever, whatever. Well, maybe, maybe some of them are, but a couple of these cats, I remember, I mean, their whole channels were nothing but streaming, you know, Halo multiplayer or Halo campaign. That That's, Halo was their thing. And a lot of these dudes are not happy. They're not happy at all. And when you leave behind your core, the folks that brought you to the dance, you know, the dude that bought the corsage, rented the limo. When you leave those cats behind, and you think you're going to you're going to you're going to uh, make that up with the casuals, casuals are fickle. When you get that lightning in a bottle, you will make tons of money. 
but casuals are fickle. They were they'll be with you one second and on something else the next second. But your core are the ones that that stuck with you from the beginning and put in that money and play and utilize that product and pay for those those passes and do all and do all that stuff, right? Traditional Halo. And you know, like I said last week, you would be you would have to be dumb to go out and buy Halo Infinite either digitally or physically because the game it, it, it's not complete when it hits when it's ready to be quote unquote sold it's not you get you get a funky looking campaign that's gassed up and now you've got the gassed up multiplayer there is nothing about that game was molded for game pass they took their flagship title, their flagship series, and they molded it to Game Pass. You would really have to just be, you know, I just got I just got sixty dollars, seventy dollars. I just don't know what to do with it. I'm gonna go buy Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. You would be silly to buy it now. And I'm they already told you that they're just gonna be building on this game for the next 10 years. It 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 it's 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 crazy, and it's going to be interesting to see if they keep their core players, or if those folks drop them and, and leave them like a drop them like a like a bad habit. I, I think they're going to Halo's going to get dropped by their core because they don't. From what I've seen, they're not happy about it. You know, and I don't. You know, I you know, it's not like I've got my thumb on the pulse of the Halo community, so yeah. I could be one hundred and ten percent wrong, but. You know, the channels that I've looked at, they ain't happy. So we'll see. Yeah. And my thing, broaden the market, uh, get more people into it. You know, this will be definitely something, a tentpole Game Pass game where everyone's playing multiplayer, maybe cross-play between Xbox and Steam, and we'll see how things go. Whether it's going to be a really good game or fall flat in its face. You know, we've seen other Battle Royale games it's either feast or famine usually with those type of games on there so so if they be feasting then that's good for them but they might and they might be just skin and bones when this thing comes out it just depends on how, how well it goes so we'll see so all right next thing i want to talk about uh they had a um kind of a japanese roundtable of uh Japanese developers for fighting games on there, kind of to replace Evo, which would have happened this past weekend on here. One of the main announcements has to do with Guilty Gear Strive. And so they announced a um, PlayStation 5 and PC version that will be uh, released alongside the uh, PS4 and arcade versions, Arc System Works announced on there. So it's supposed to be out in spring 2021. Uh, They also have a um, new original character character Nago uh Nago Ryuki and returning character Leo Whitefang were also announced as latest additions to the game's playable roster on there so and so the next playable character will be announced in early October on their other announcements at this event included such things as a season four for Tekken seven coming up of course uh they are going to be adding a uh, few moves for each character. There hasn't been an announcement as far as if they're going to bring any new characters into the mix for that. And uh, they also had some announcements for like Soul Calibur 6 
on there. I know Street Fighter V is going to be free to play, I think, for everyone, for the entire roster for the next couple weeks on there. So just in case if you do want to try Street Fighter V, our arcade edition for free with all the characters, all 40 characters, you can go ahead and, and do or tour with that. But uh, good news uh, from uh, Arc System Works on there. Any um, impressions, Kev, from what was announced uh, during this uh, live stream? was able to watch some of it um games like guilty gear and grand blue fantasy versus are why i just can't get into the 3d 2d i mean to me arc system works with their animation and from what i understand those are 3d models but they're they have just been processed for lack of a better word that they look like they're too straight up 2D and they're animated in a way that, you know, would have been impossible just, you know, a few, just, just a few, a few years, a few generations ago. Right. I mean, I, I want to see street fighter look like this. I want to see the next samurai showdown look like this that when i think 2d fighting games i think hand-drawn art and that's what 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 guilty gear is doing and what grand blue fantasy is doing and what dragon ball fighters has done that's the type of art that i want to see in my 2d i i can't i can't rock with a 3d model i just can't um Tekken, I think I think that's cool that they're because, you know, I I you know I think they're it's good that they're that they're a stretch because Tekken Seven's a great game. I mean, I had it for a while. I'm just I just suck at Tekken. Like like I'm terrible at it, and I just 3D fighters in and of uh, you know as a general rule have never really been my thing. I love watching Tekken matches. Uh, so I'm glad that they're they're adding another season, adding some moves. So it's going to hopefully you know change up the the meta in that game for the pros, and there'll, there'll be more interesting matches uh, going on other than you know like Kazuya versus uh, uh, who's that that Russian dude? That that's <laughs> that's all it's been. Uh, when they added the bonus characters, there were some people that were really good with like geese. And uh, like there was a, the dude that won uh, uh, the last Evo was a geese player, if I'm not mistaken, from Pakistan. And dude was just wearing folks out. Uh, so I'm glad that they're that they're they're getting more mileage out of Tekken Seven because it's a great game. It is a great game if you're a Tekken fan. I'll have uh, to maybe uh, dabble back into it. I mean, I like Leroy Smith. I think that character design was just over the top, cray cray. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it, Guilty Gear is just just, and I've never I I've liked Guilty Gear. I've never been like super duper into it, but yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be buying uh I'm gonna be buying Strive day one. Yeah, me too, because I just want a new fighting game to play on my PS5 if need be. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hey, hey, Des, can you note the time right now? I'm gonna my dad called. I'm gonna call him back real quick. If you don't, guys don't know, mind taking like a two, three minute pause. Okay. Sure. Okay, I'll be right back. All right.
I'll be right back to I'm gonna go grab me some water. Okay. Be right back. Mm-hmm. to play origami king yet uh i've seen paul play it it's pretty good it looks fun yeah it does. i need to man to make some time for that so i also got luigi's mansion as well i have oh that that's good either. that's fun All too right, sorry about that nah. um, i know we don't take breaks we should probably take a break maybe when we record i don't think so my dad uh Yesterday asked me, like, what do you want for your birthday? You want a girlfriend? I said, no, hell no. Aww, <laughs> he gonna, he going to buy you one? <laughs> I said, well, I'll, I'll go, go go get you uh, 10 pounds of beef liver. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> like he's implying that it feels just the same, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Your dad. Ay, ay, ay. Love your dad to death, but. 
I know. Well, he's he's half there, half not there, you know. So, yeah. you know, I just love the the banter sometimes because it comes unexpected. <laughs> mm. Totally inappropriate, but it's okay. <laughs> so, all right. So I'll get back into. It. I don't think you have anything to add with Guilty Gear or anything, right, Des? No, I do not. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Okay, next uh, news item I just want to talk briefly about. Um, Bioware is alive on there. So um, studio director Christian Daly put an um, update on Anthem uh, that was t- posted um, on July 31st on here. So kind of found it was kind of interesting. They're talking about what they want to do with Anthem 2.0 on there so what they were um working on they had some image some mock images in the video clip as far as a work in progress on there and it kind of looks a lot like destiny just uh with everything what they are planning to add to the game but uh, they want to quote unquote respect your time increase the frequency of loot drops make sure that loot is visible more often that all items are better and more competitive. Um, all root loot rarities have strategic value throughout progression on there. And then also um, you can pursue, spe- pursue specific loot without relying on randomness alone. So you got quests, specialized vendors, and unique loot tables. And then being able to modify your loot, including re-rolling inscriptions and leveling up items. On there, they even had like a video showing like you defeating an enemy and all these emblems and boxes popping out. On there, kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, said Destiny the game on there, and then a mock uh, equipment screen showing uh, back and forth as far as uh, revealing loot right away and uh, a revamp of the equipment sheet, including a detailed stat sheet. And equipment sheet can be accessed from anywhere on there. Because remember, with the when this game initially came out, you had to wait until you went back into town after the mission was over to actually look at what you got mm-hmm. and to be able to look at your loot on there. So, and then they want to work on reliability of equipment and rewards. Each item has an inscription budget uh, based on its power and rarity. No more useless items because uh, they were missing must-have inscriptions. And uh, they're looking to scale for the future. Your power cap will, can easily be increased, and the loop system scales accordingly. And advanced telemetry da- data shows us to identify trends and make meaningful balance changes as the game goes on there. So, and then they also showed um, different types of loot. Uh, they had different like factions: freelancer, dominion, urgoth, and scar types of weapons on there based on factions so and they have some you know screenshots of drawings of various weapons on there so so they stated too that uh, this they want to dig into this thing they want to make changes that these are not uh quote-unquote easy fix on there and it's going to take some time on there so um, my best hope for the game is that maybe next year at some point you get an Anthem 2.0, maybe a cheap barrier of entry, maybe a, a small price to purchase a DLC of some sort. You know, I think with the um, disappointment with Anthem to begin with, I really think it would be a big, big ask for them to ask for money up front, <laughs> at least yep. at the beginning. It needs to be free. There. 
This needs yeah. to be free. They need to take they need to take um a page from Hello Games and um No Man's Sky. No. Yeah. They need to all that shit needs to be free, you know, and they need to be trying to, you know, speak to the goodwill of the consumer because that oh, was sure. a huge misfire. I yeah. like and I actually wanted to like Anthem. I wanted to like it a lot, but it's uh, like me too. Mm, I'm so hopeful like, because the traversal in that game is second to none. I enjoy flying around in that game. In fact, I've debated about firing the game up. I still have it installed on my PlayStation, so now that I know it's not gonna brick it, you know, so yeah. yeah. But no, I feel you. I feel you. You know, it's something I might, you know, I know our listener, Surgeon Fire, he still plays it now every now and then. So, yeah, it was a good, it was a good um, thought. Like it, 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 it had a good, like it had good bones. It just, there was just no meat on it. I don't know what they were doing. You know, I think they knew what they were doing. You know, it's just. Yeah. EA basically forcing them to get the game out hell or high water, basically. So they got the good, they got good sales. I mean, it was like in the top 10, at least until towards the end of the year. And so, well, we didn't know how much of shit it was. And come on. Yeah, I know when, especially when you could have bought the game, you still could buy the game for five bucks, you know, three bucks. You know, so, you know, they they need to do what no man's sky did. You know, that's all I can say about that. Yeah, I think if they get good momentum going further, I don't know, because I know at least Hello Games, they made everything free from this point forward. They never asked for anyone to buy anything, per se. Maybe if they have cosmetics or something to help support, but I'm not worried about Big Daddy EA with his deep pockets on there. I think they just need to work on goodwill and you know getting this game actually working and functioning. So. Agreed. Good deal. No, I, I'm assuming you got nothing to add, Kevin, on this uh, anthem business, right? It's great that they're trying to make to do right by the folks that bought it, but I'll be playing Outriders. There you go. We will be too. So it's just an- another uh, another game to the pile. Hopefully they make it good because if it's good, then I'll be playing it. So it's it's in my backlog, and you could probably but anyone listening out there, go find a cheap copy of Anthem anywhere you look. So all right, last news story is about the reemergence of a project that you know everyone had questions on. This had to do with um, back at um Microsoft's E3 press conference in 2018, they announced a new game in the uh series of Battletoads. So they had a, a reboot uh shown that was kind of uh people didn't have too good of words to say what was shown and they kind of went dark at that point. So but they lo and behold they have announced a trailer for the game and it'll be out on august 20th it'll be available on xbox games pass windows 10 and steam on there happen to watch the trailer on there but you know they're uh, showing a lot of uh, you know inspired uh, gameplay from the nes original on there uh, but they're adding new vehicle sections some new puzzle solving this time around, and uh, they're kind of rolling with it on there. We'll have to see how the beat 'em up action is in this game. Uh, but uh, you know, obviously, if you have Games Pass, you should be able to try it uh, at your leisure without you know having any further financial <laughs> investment of some sort. If you already have Games Pass, of course. And uh, 
Another thing that's kind of interesting is that um, they did get some involvement from uh, the same people that are behind uh, Rick and Morty. So some of the same people that write for that show also wrote for this game, and uh, they got some of the voice actors from Rick and Morty uh, to do the voices for the game as well. So I don't know if that you know, amplifies some people's interest in this, but... Uh, you know, we'll have to, you know, see how things go if need be on that. So, so I'm interested to try it. Any, any guy, anything else to add? I don't personally. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's going to be what it is. I'll most likely uh, play it at your house, you know, to be completely my honest. House. <laughs> Wait a minute, this test. doesn't have, does, does this, does this have online multiplayer? I don't know if it does actually. So I'm gonna play it at your house. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you? It's got to ha- no. It's got to have online multiplayer. I would hope so. It's got to. But if it don't, I'm playing it at your house, Joe. Masks on and everything. <laughs> Download on your Xbox, even though you do you have Games Pass. Yeah, I still have Games Pass. Well, it's on Games Pass, so. No, I'll play it at your house. <laughs> Give me a reason to hang out with you <laughs> i'd rather play uh streets of rage 4 but <laughs> there you go let's do it streets of rage 4 anyway. there was some beef over the redesign of the black queen or the dark queen whatever i can't remember what what that gal's name the main villain from the from battletoads i guess they don't like the way she was redesigned well, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, because uh, someone did some, someone, someone was posting some pictures from the uh, the NES, you know, the original Battletoads, and I think the SNES uh, version of it. And she's on, she's, she looks like this, you know, in this dominatrix bikini outfit type thing. And now she looks like, you know, like Dexter's mom from Dexter's Laboratory. Except she's she's like she's got like a, a a low cut uh hair hairdo and like her whole uniform is like it's almost like a like a dictator's type of thing. It, yeah, it was it was I thought it was going when I when I jumped into the thread I thought it was going to be like someone was making some some comparisons but it it just turned into like GamerGate type stuff like. Modern, femi- modern feminism is ruining my game. It's like, okay. Uh, okay. Well, again, it's not the 90s anymore, so I guess yeah, you I can't really do that. So. Um, I, can't, so, yeah. I can't find out whether I think they say a local three-player co-op. So, so I'm not sure if it's... That's ridiculous. Not sure yeah. if it's going to support online multiplayer. Or yeah, not. I want to play with my friends from around the world. You know, I'm gonna play with our listeners. <laughs> so I'm playing at my house, house, right? Yeah, at your house. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. All right, good deal. I'll let you guys know on there. I'm assuming it does have um online multiplayer, but we'll have to see if that is the case or not. Yeah, and it, you uh, listeners, you listeners at home or wherever you're out, you know, out and about, and you know, let us know. You know. Um, our contact information will be at the end of the show. You can always tweet at us. So just, you know, let us know. Um, are you going to play it? You know, would you play it with us? Are you mad that 
this toad is not a dominatrix anymore, I mean, let us know. <laughs> and that's the news for this episode, sirs. All righty. Well, thank you, Trader Joe, for bringing us those tidbits of information about the gaming industry. So our next topic on our docket is going to be our main event. And this is a continuation from last week's question. We were talking about indie games, and our question was, what is an indie game from this generation, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, or PC, that you would deem as your favorite? What indie titles are you looking forward to coming up? So we got we did get some uh, responses both on Twitter and I think via email, correct? Yeah, we had an email as well. Yeah. Okay, but uh, before we get into our responses, I'm going to throw the the question to you guys. Uh, Des, how would you answer this question? What have been what have been what has been your favorite indie title or or titles uh, yeah. this generation? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, one of my um, a group of indie titles that have been fantastic is anything from uh, what is it? Image and form, Joe. Yeah, yeah image and form. Yeah, image and form. Uh, the Steam World Dig and the Steam, like all the St- Steam World games, Steam World Dig, Steam World Dig Two, Heist, uh, Hand of Gilgamesh, like all of those games in that in that in that series of Steam World has been fantastic. If you have not played them, you really are missing out. Um, they're all different. They all have this kind of pseudo cohesive world, and each game in it, you know, is another time frame within the world that they live in. And it's just, it's just really good. Um, and and they're the people that have done the Dunk, which is the new one coming out, time exclusive for uh, for Xbox. And so I'm really excited to see them you know, with a little bit more budget, you know, working in a, in a 3d space. Cause a lot of these are side scrolling type of games, but, but I, I'm excited. They are, they, they do good work and I'm really interested uh, again, steam world, any, any one of the games would be fantastic. So definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, another game that I, that, that I really have been enjoying, uh, was a uh, wizard of legend. Uh, it's, a um, you know, you play as a you play as a wizard, and it's a it's a roguelite. You know, there's a lot of most likely going to be a lot of roguelites people have have liked, maybe maybe not, because that seems to be one of the most enduring or or long-standing uh, indie genres is, is the roguelite. But this is one of them. You play as a wizard. You can play with up to four other people, and you run around. And I think it's either two or four. You run around, and you have different elemental attacks and and whatnot. But it's a game that I've played with Joe and 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 have had a lot of uh, fun with. Um, another game I'd have to say would be Streets of Rage Four. I've been really uh, enjoying that game as as a return to classic beat 'em ups. Um, I think that's been fantastic, as well as River City girls um those those two beat-em-ups just really kind of revitalized my love and and enjoyment for um for the beat-em-up you know franchises so those two games would definitely have to be uh the ones that just kind of like stick out and then on an rpg level i'd have to say uh fail seal arbiter's mark has been fantastic um it's a little long in the tooth meaning it 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 it, it has a fairly long story but it really you know encapsulates that old uh, final fantasy tactics 
type of gameplay. Um, it looks good. Um, it's you know a ter- uh, grid based like Dis- Disgaea or uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, story is pretty good, um, and I'm really enjoying um, that kind of gameplay. And I think that that has been uh, missed right now. Um, and I'm glad that people are are or the studios are bringing that back as well. So that's just a, a quick rundown of the games that that are you know that I'm currently playing, and I just love to kind of throw on and and start playing, especially um, Wizards of of uh, of Legend, because that game I can just throw on and uh, and just play around, and then I'm I'm good to go. Same thing with um, Risk of Rain Two. Uh, both those games are really great because you can just throw them on, jump on with a friend. And it's I, I find them to be very relaxing, and there's no kind of risk or reward. Or, you know, as, there's like no like risk to playing those games because they are roguelites, and you can just kind of play them until you die and do something different. And I I'm finding that there's a lot of um, uh, replayability because it, it it's it's a calming type of situation. You know, it's not like this you know deeply driven narrative that you have to pay attention to or these or button combinations or you know you know stuff like that it's just this really kind of fun you know games that you can just kind of put on play it for a while and then and you're out so i mean i think that's one of the things that i'm really enjoying with my with my with my indie games right now is just that kind of you know especially the especially the um the uh um uh roguelike type games so uh joe what are some uh, indie games that you've been really enjoying well, these are more like uh, from the last few years on there. So, and my faves from like to say the last four or five years uh, for the um, this generation, uh, definitely Broforce was one of my faves on there. I played that thing to its completion on there. I just loved the 2D side scrolling, like you know, you know, Metal Slug like action playing. The game you know, was silly. <laughs> game's awesome, man. Yeah, especially with the theme song at the end and just all the over top over the topness of everything. So, uh, Hotline Miami one and two uh, were both games that really I got into. Like I was literally playing this for weeks at a time where I was playing nothing else on there. I kind of dropped Hotline Miami two. I didn't realize because I was when I was going over my uh, you know trophy list and seeing what I've played in the last few years that kind of fit the. Uh, classifications. Uh, I never beat that game, and I'm going to go back and actually fire it up and, and start from the beginning and see if I can go and beat that. You know, because you know, looking at all these past indie games from the last few years, I have a lot of them in my backlog or stuff I've dabbled with that I haven't really, um, you know, gotten like full completion out of or you know, being able to you know, experience the entire game if need be. Uh, Shovel Knight's also a title that they've reiterated on so much that i want to go back and play it now that it the treasure trove edition's out uh for everything and that's something that where all that was for free basically all the extra content that they brought out for that game on their uh, house mark uh, next machina fantastic overhead like inspired robotron smash tv influence i know eugene jarvis was involved in the design of that, which is the creator of Robotron 2084 and uh, Smash TV. 
on there. So um, just seeing that influence in that game is just over the top awesome. Um, a few years ago, I played a lot of Spelunky. I used to play Spelunky quite religiously and, uh, you know, with this roguelike action. And I never really gotten past, like, I think the second or third map, but I tried my hardest and I kept <laughs> rinsing and repeating with that rogue, like, you know, venture type gameplay. It kind of reminded me of um, trying to think of the game back in the day. Kevin, you might remember this, like Montezuma's Revenge from, like, 1984 on that. I don't know if you're familiar with that one or not. I, do. I have that game for ColecoVision. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Spelunky, Spelunky kind of reminds me of a modern day Montezuma's Revenge with a roguelite veneer on it as well. So on there. So and uh, last but not least, uh, 17 bits Galaxy is also a really cool like Macross and or Robotech inspired shooter that. Uh, you know, I need to get back to on there. Like I said, all these games kind of, it makes me sad. And uh, even, you know, with our listener feedback, we'll talk later on to all good games from what I've seen mentioned as well. So stuff that, you know, it makes me wonder why I'm excited for the next generation of gaming, because, you know, I think there's enough current generation of gaming to last for a year and a day. So. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, I guess for me, uh, my my interest in in indies is uh, probably doesn't have that much of a breath as uh, you guys do. What attracts me to indies is if they have roots in old school arcade games as far as mechanics. So a couple of them that have that you guys have mentioned, I would definitely agree with, like Galaxy uh, and Next Machina. You know, just about everything that Housemark did. Uh, I mean, even Alien Nation, uh, going back to Resogun and the games that they put out in between, in, in between those, just just fantastic shmups. Loved them, loved them. Um, and even Dead Nation, I had a lot of fun with Dead Nation. A lot of folks, for whatever reason, didn't didn't get into it, uh, but I had a crap ton of fun with Dead Nation. So, but when I think about you know, indies for indies, other indies for this generation. The two that kind of stick in my mind at the forefront is going to be uh, Streets of Rage 4 and uh, River City Girls. I mean, those two those two games are kind of encompass why I dig beat 'em ups. Uh, River City Girls just has that that 16-bit charm, but it's done in a way that is reminiscent of the old school, and it does old school things, <laughs> you know? It, it's kind of like, um, oh, I was just about to, I was just about to, to, to but the way that, the way that River City Girls plays out is very reminiscent of just about any, like, SNES beat them up you know really good beat them up that 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 you can remember there there's odes to capcom in there there's odes to uh jalico in there um all a lot of those capcom is definitely <laughs> is definitely uh, 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 referenced in the gameplay so i, I mean river city girls is just is just freaking phenomenal 
I would highly suggest you play it. Um, and uh, a Streets of Rage Four, my goodness, uh, it is hard as nails with the at least with the character that I started off using, which is uh, Cherry. But it's so satisfying though. But uh. it is, it is. I'm just saying it, it, it. I mean, I am constantly trying to. The game pushes me to to increase my combo meter. And the way that it implements your specials where you can regain your special the 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 health depletion that your specials take is just I, I don't know if the other games did that because I never played any of the other games because I didn't have a Genesis. Uh, but it's a it is a simple but brilliant mechanic for beat 'em up. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, so I, I mean, those are the those are the indies that really grab my attention uh, within this generation. So we got some listener feedback, and we want to thank everybody that uh, we will thank everybody that responded. But first up, we've got Chaffee at that Chaffee on Twitter. What remains of Edith Finch is a firm no, is a firm number one. The overall story was captivating, and so was each substory. The art style and variety were cool. The gameplay wasn't boring and slow. So uh, we want to thank uh, Shafi for saying Have either of you two played uh, What Remains of Edith Finch? I have not. Me either, no. I have not tried it. I think I own it, you know, through, I think it was my, maybe a PlayStation Plus game at some point. Or, or Humble, Bum, Humble Bumble, Humble Bumble, Humble Bundle. <laughs> Sorry, Humble Bumble. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I, I don't believe I've, I, well, I know I haven't played Remains of Edith Finch. I've heard a lot of, a lot of good things about it, though. Uh, and next up, we've got uh, OFR founder Blue Man Rule at Lasberry on Twitter. Hey guys, just listened to the latest episode and thought I'd reply to the question about the indie games. As most of my indie gaming happens on the Switch, I say that the best I've played recently were, he's got first up Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. I figure since since it was crowdfunded, it should count. Blaster yeah. Master Zero, a, a bit older, but that was a great game and I beat it even with the hidden levels. Steam World Dig 2, I just discovered mm. this one a week ago, but can see that I'm going to be playing through to playing this through to the end. Keep up the great work, John. Oh, I'm sorry. I got this was this was from uh, John. I thought because I saw Blue Man Rule be uh, under right underneath it. I thought it was Blue Man's letter. My yeah. apologies. So this came from John Burkholder on or Travis. So we want to thank you, Travis, for sending that in. No, now that's this. A- that's that's my old roommate, John Travis. John he married his wife, and so he goes by the last name of Burkholder Travis now. So, I thought that was John. Hi, John. Thanks for for checking us out, buddy. Yeah. All right. So, did, does John's selection, Bloodstain, Blaster Master, or Steam World Dig Two? I know Steam World Dig Two probably uh, resonates with you, Des. Uh, yes, fantastic. Um, I'm surprised. I'm. Well, I shouldn't say that I'm surprised. But a lot of people are talking about uh, Blaster Master, and I was gonna, I was gonna uh, take a look at that and try it. And now that everyone is talking about it, I probably will because that's like okay, 
Uh, but I know that uh, limited run games had um, had it, but the way that they were doing it was kind of poopy. So they were um, they were giving you had to buy both games separately instead of on one cart, and they were I don't know it just it just seemed kind of kind of foul that they were doing it like that. But anyway, uh, now I have to try to pick it up now. Thanks everybody. Quite a bit of time, but uh, I've played quite a bit of Blaster Master Zero, and I actually enjoy it. In fact, I haven't bought two yet, but I need to go back and finish Blaster Master Zero One on there. But it's pretty affordable, Des. I know one thing about buying the limited run version is that um, it was quite pricey. It was very pricey. <laughs> yeah, on the Switch, like just for the digital version, it's ten bucks. Yeah, there, that's so. what I'm thinking about picking it up. But I, you know, you know, you. I, I like these physicals, you know. I like that. I, I do, I, I like do to too. Get, but... I like to get physical with them, but now, you know, if if the for that digital, <laughs> if the digital and the physical uh, don't have a difference in price or maybe a five buck difference, I don't see the need to buy it digitally. I'd rather get it physically. But if it's a big price difference where like the actual digital game's only like seven, eight bucks, and then I gotta go pay 35 40 bucks for the physical well i don't feel the value in that unfortunately <laughs> you know just to have a, a case and it pressed on a disc or on a cart so well that's that. you joe i'm glad that you can fight that yeah <laughs> uh blood saint ritual and i have not tried it yet. you've have you dabbled in it i know you just bought it for the switch right Des? i haven't played it yet you know i was yeah. very saddened when you said that it was terrible for the switch so i'm just kind of like you know what am i going to do with this you know just Play it because they have patched it since then. Yeah, so. I'm just messing yeah. with you. I just haven't, you know, but I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. Yeah, I played the Curse of the Moon, though. In fact, uh, I want to go back and finish Curse of the Moon 1 before checking out NT Creates uh, Curse of the Moon 2 on that, so. But... Well, oh, this is going to be Blue Man Rules' response to us. Icy is a fantastic indie game. I played Icy, and it is it is indeed very cool. It's very dope. I I have I I forgot to mention that, but Icy is excellent. Ninja Theory's Hellblade was also a very good indie game. I'm not sure if it counts, but Ori and the Blind Forest also made a phenomenal debut. Lightfall, an Ori-inspired platformer, was also excellent. So many good indie games. So again, thank you. And th this was Blue Man Rules, aka L at Lasberry, the, the founder of Open Forum Radio. So we want to thank you, Larry, for tuning in and responding. Anybody have any experience with any of the games that uh, Larry mentioned? Uh, no. Although I've heard Icy has been supposed to be really good. It is. Um, so I'm probably going to have to have to check pick that up and one of the reasons why why we came up with this is uh or came up with this question was because you know we talk we spend a lot of time talking about uh, like triple a games and then the console wars and all other stuff but there's a whole bunch of indies out there and this makes me you know want to go out there and try to to see what other indies you know i can i can try you know because you guys you know you know, shared your indies, and now I know a couple that I got to pick up now. <laughs> that was what it meant for me. So I'm going to also, um, there's a, what is it? Um, there's another indie game called uh, Gris that is just fantastic. All of this is about this woman and her and her dress, and her dress is super, you know, I like the color palette. It came up by, from the Devolver Digital, and, and it's just a it's just a fantastic game as well, you know? So I'm definitely trying to trying to pick that up 
So, so you guys are all kind of, kind of helping me, you know, with my, with my wish lists about what I want to buy. So yeah, I saw I see available at limited run because they had up for like I think a thirty day window, and I was interested in it. Um, I have totally Lifehall was not on my radar at all. In fact, this no, is the first wasn't. time I've seen it. And it only released for Steam and for Switch, and so basically because I'm so PS4 centric on there, it kind of blinded me to it. But this game looks phenomenal, actually, just looking at it. So on there, uh, it came out in 2018. In fact, so it went definitely deep below my radar, I guess. So, but uh, yeah, something to, I'm throwing on my Steam wish list as we speak. So, I'm definitely gonna try it out. Yeah, and of course, Ori and the Ori and the Blind Forest was a great game. I, it, but it, it's the platforming is very precise, and I never finished it. And I stopped playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps for the same reason, man. I, I, the 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 platforming is is excellent, but and my old man reflexes can't do it. <laughs> That's funny. No other, no other way, no other way, another, no two ways about it. But both games are are very good, uh, very good pla- action platform, challenging, challenging action platformers in their own right. So next up, we got Alberco at Old Alberco, our good friend from the GHR days. Oh, when I, well, Joe, you're still on the show, but back when I was on the show as well. Yeah, and he he writes in Shovel Knight and Dead Cells are tied for top indie for my top Fantastic. indie game. Fantastic games, both are fun and the controls are spot on. Um, I play I I downloaded Dead Cells on for through Games Pass, and I played it and I definitely do see uh, the attraction to it. Um, the Going back and forth doesn't it doesn't seem quite as Metroidvania veiny as some of the other games. I don't know. I'm not very far in it. I don't know if it's a game that I want to go back and try to finish or not. But I I do see the appeal of it. So I, I do I I do understand that. It's pretty fun. I mean, being able to choose your weapons and and running and like cho- choosing your weapons and being able to um kind of change up your gameplay that that that's what i like about it anybody played shovel knight all the time <laughs> yeah i know i know joe has uh i played no i haven't played it because i was gonna i was trying to play shovel knight uh or shovel king or whatever it's called when we were at um pax and um you i watched you play it so i know that you were really big on the on the game but i have not played it yeah, but I think uh, both of you guys should play this. I mean, basically, you're taking like a uh, 8-bit inspired like action game, similar to like Mega Man or Castlevania, but uh, enough uh, new design elements and the chip tune music is like phenomenal as well. So, so I know it's definitely what... worth God, purchase. So, I know one of the games that I'm looking forward to playing is uh, Panzer Paladin. Like I, I saw some indie uh, indie people that i watch playing that game and it just looks it looks fantastic too um yeah yeah tribute games they've done a few games uh i've really liked on there um on there i know flint hook was a game but uh i've tried and then ninja senkai dx 
on there and Curses and Chaos are both games I played on PSN that really are 8-bit inspired like you know just like action games from back in the day in Miami of old arcade games that uh, um, I really am a fan of Tribute so I'm hoping uh, to see if it comes out on console besides Switch I don't know why I'm so adamant about playing on PS4 but uh, you know I'll throw it on my Steam Switch list as well so Okay, so next up we got Sam at Valagus on Twitter. Golf story on Switch. Good golf game with a charming story. Um, I've heard a lot about I've heard a lot about uh golf story. Um, is it is it like uh arcadey like like kind of like, like an RPG or is it okay? I knew it had RPG elements, but I was just wondering if anybody, if either of you guys had played it, can tell me about the uh, the gameplay loop. Is it more semi or? Have you played Mario, Mario Golf, Golf on uh, GBA? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say that's a, it's a it's a lot like Mario Golf. That's a really good a really good um compare not comparison because it's just I mean you got to think about it like it has a story like it's not just a regular old golf game where you just run around playing golf like you actually have a story you know about this kid and you create you know um a life for him and stuff so it's just you just got to think about it like that so it's not just you literally just play golf it's like a you know it, it, it has a background story. yeah it's it's got a story you know mm-hmm. that's that's the only thing that that's different about it okay and next up, we got Alfred, Black Lives Matter, at Maverick Lionheart on Twitter. And he's got, and his was summed up in one, in two words, Shadow Complex. Great game. Fantastic game. I played the crap out of that game. Uh, by Obsidian Studios. No. That was, that was by, was that by Obsidian? I think it was. No, no, it was by Chair, yeah, okay. I believe. Yeah, same same people that brought out that game for the um, Apple, I believe. I forgot the name of that game though, because I, I don't own an Apple phone on there. But uh... Sorry, Apple Protocol was the one by by Obsidian. Sorry, my bad. Next up, we've got Devious Mr. Matt at Devious Mr. Matt on Twitter. I got two, The Witness, which was a great puzzle game, and Firewatch, which had a great story and was fun to play. So anybody have any experience with either The Witness or Firewatch? No, but I have heard of both. Um, I know that Firewatch is supposed to be a really fantastic game, but I just never played it, unfortunately. Yeah, I own both actually. I know Witness was on PlayStation Plus. I'm kind of scared of the Witness. Why? <laughs> because of the fact that it is like very puzzle based, like harder puzzles. You know, I'm not great with puzzle games specifically, especially esoteric type of puzzles. I think it's something that Paul might really like. Oh, it is actually. So uh, something if you queued it up on your PlayStation Plus queue on there um uh, that's the same game uh jonathan blow was working on the same guy that brought out braid on there if you ever played oh, that game played back braid. in the 360 mm. yeah 360 days but yeah basically that was his passion project that uh basically he was on stage when the ps4 first came out uh introducing this game and he was working on this game for quite a few years on that and they finally came out and uh the very good 
um, fame as far as how well the game was. It's just, <laughs> I, I might have to try it because it's in my backlog. I mean, I it's a PS Plus game, and uh, maybe I shouldn't be so afraid of puzzles. You know, so well. And see. you're a very puzzling yeah. individual. Uh, thank you. And then of course, Firewatch uh, is a very cool. I I know Campo Santo, the developers of that, eventually moved over to Valve and they worked on Half Life Alex. So. I'm on there, but I know. Remember it getting lots of good raves on there, so and it is in my backlog as well. So maybe I have to do some, um, you know, further reporting about some of these titles. So I think we should. And last but not least, we've got somebody named Joe Fangul. Name sounds familiar, but I can't place it. I don't know. Oh, I put that in the outline. I apologize. Yeah, I just want to remember what games I wanted to talk about. So. But yeah, you know, Hotline Miami 1 and 2, Bro 4, Shovel Knight, uh, Next Machina, Spelunky, and Galaxy. So, yeah, all that, top I, I did not tweet that. <laughs> yeah, all, those are mine. So. Okay, and for next week, um, we've got a new question Do you buy games to experience them or to beat them? So that's going to be uh, the question to mull over during the court uh, for next week's show. Yeah, and just a little little bit more about that. Uh, the reason why we we brought that up is just because with 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 games as a service, you know, becoming uh, the model for gaming now. You know, is are you playing games just to experience whatever the play is uh, that 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 they're trying to give you, or are you trying, or do you buy it, you know, to get to the end of a game that way you can check it off and be like, I've played it and now I got it. You know, that's kind of what where that where that came from. You know, um, are you do do you do you buy because you think I'm, I want to experience this game, or do you buy because I want to beat this game? So, um, so yeah, reach out to us and let us know, and Kevin will tell you how to do that. All right, and you can contact our show at gamingvessels at gmail dot com. That's where you want to want to send your email if you want to respond to our question of the week. If you've heard something that you want to respond to us about, heard something on the show, or if you'd like to actually be on the show, we would happily have you on to get your points of view about gaming out to our listeners. You're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Also, folks, we are developing a our own community on Discord. Uh, wherever you download this show, whatever a podcast aggregate you choose to use, there is going to be a link to our Gaming Vessels Discord. There is no uh, uh, wait time or no nobody has got, has got to approve you to join it. Just click the link and you're in. Um, I know I be I'll be sent, I have been sending more things that I would normally use for other social media, uh, and I'm putting things out there on Discord. So we're just trying to build that community up a little bit. Yeah. Missing some Craig memes <laughs> if, if you do uh, so. Craig. <laughs> All right. Well, at least, well, at least Craig's got a job now at Halo, so. Yeah. Yeah. Unless Uncle Phil fires him. He's going to be in Avengers. Yeah. You know, for Xbox. That's right. He is an Avenger now. Yeah. Instead, instead of the Hulk, it's yeah, going to be Craig. Out of control. Except you got to use an N64 controller to use him. <laughs> sorry no. that is silly, okay. that is silly. Uh, our individual contacts I can be reached 
on Twitter at shownuff 71 that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the, num- uh, the number 71. On X uh, on Xbox Live, I am shownuff 71 same spelling with 71 PlayStation Network, I am shownuff 7 same spelling with the number 7. And on Steam, I am shownuff 71 same spelling as originally. So, Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at? Yeah, you can find me on uh, uh, PSN as well as Xbox Live at uh, Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. You can find me on Twitter at uh, the Nemo Six, uh, T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. So you can find me on Discord at the Nemo Six, N-E-T-H-E-N-E-M-O, and the number six. So, also just as, just as a side note, if you want to be our friend or come and join us or you know hang out with us, uh, please be a real person um, and tell us how you heard about us. That way we know that you're not a bot or anything like that because we want to speak to real people, not bots. They know what they did. Uh, Joe, where can folks find you, birthday boy? They can find me everywhere. They want to look on Twitter. Obviously, I'm under the handle of Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. PSN and Steam, uh, Kaminagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, Xbox, and you play because you know I'll be all up in my Ubisoft games on the PC. Kaminagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, 6995. And then last but not least, my Nintendo friend code is going to be 4712. Uh, dash five nine five three dash one four zero nine. Since I added this as the last week, I haven't turned on my switch to see if anyone added me yet or not. But eager to see once I do turn it on. So you probably got a ton of fans waiting for you, buddy. Oh boy, can't wait. On the birthday wishes. And last but not least, I did find out in Battletoads is not online multiplayer; it's only couch That's co-op. Dumb. So. Oh my god. Damn. Uh, whatever. It's a fail. But you know what? Yeah. Uh, River City Girls is not online multiplayer either. And I love that game. So, but yeah, you know, what true. I've seen of Battletoads. Uh, but anyway, it's not going to matter anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, so, alrighty, folks, that is going to bring season six, episode 26, to a close. We want to thank you for hanging in there with us and checking us out. For Des, the Bay Area Terror, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar, I am Shonof71, telling you folks that we'll be back next week. Thanks for joining us. Peace!